afternoon, this is Ketchel Kirkham with Looking Up. A few minutes at the end of the week to think about astronomical things. Now we're doing a bit of a series here on controversial topics in space. And one of the controversial topics is getting energy from space. And you think, well, how on earth would we do that? Well, we could do with a bit more energy, with ESCOM in perpetual trouble, so it seems. So uh, where do we get this from? Now, it's not a topic I know anything about, really. So I have enlisted the help of John Richards, who you may know from the morning programme Being Green on Fine Music Radio, who knows about things green. And obviously, if you're going to harness the sun's energy from space, it sounds like a, a pretty carbon-neutral technology. John, it's so nice to see you. How are you? Yeah, hi, Ketchell. Good to be here at this time of day. I mean, normally, Janice and I are on in the mornings where it's not looking up, it's looking down. Because if you did look up, you wouldn't see any stars. But yeah... Being green, now being space. Power, energy in space, it goes back a long way. It was mentioned and uh, thought about a lot about over 100 years ago by the Russians. But now it's becoming a possibility, but I think it's still a way off. Well, yes, it's um, solar power from space. You could have PVC panels or you could have uh, big mirrors, whatever you like, orbiting around the Earth. But then you've got to get the power down to Earth where it's needed, but it is possible and uh, it's mainly imaginative and in the realm of imaginative fantasy, but there are a couple of uh, space agencies looking very seriously at it and I think it will happen. Right, so, so getting energy from space, this is harnessing the sun's rays and the mirrors are in orbit, presumably around around the Earth. The controversial thing for me is, won't we be able to see the mirrors from the surface of the Earth? Well, I know you're a stargazer, so am I, and we like nice dark skies, so you don't want bright flashing mirrors up in the middle of the night. That would be terrible, but I think, yes, that could happen, but if the things are properly designed, we wouldn't see the mirrors at all. They'd be orbiting around way out uh, in probably a polar orbit going over the north and south poles of the Earth and they'd be aimed away from uh, astronomers trying to use their telescopes, hopefully. Hmm. So how would the energy get back down to Earth? That's the big uh, question. Yes, this is the big thing. How do you get the power down? Well, you can't use cables and wires. It just wouldn't work, obviously. And it's very hard to transmit a lot of power by wireless. Marconi tried, and Tesla tried. Tesla had the, the right ideas, and he nearly succeeded, or he succeeded in getting a bit of power transmitted by radio waves, but he was long before the time, as you know. Following in the steps of Tesla is a New Zealand company. You know, you don't think of the New Zealand as great innovators or great high-tech innovators, but they are, and there's a company called Emrod who have got just exactly this thing going. They're using microwaves in a narrow beam and they can transmit quite quite high powers. It's experimental at this stage or demonstration, but they've got things up and running and they can scale it up and they reckon it's quite easy to scale it up to uh, you know, ESCOM proportions. So you'd have your, your power station up in space. It could be PVC photovoltaics or it could be mirrors, you know, whatever you want. Solar station in space, the same as on the surface of the Earth, but up in space, which is good because you don't have all the, um, all the atmosphere to worry about. So then you beam it down and receive it here on the Earth and put it into the grid, simple as that. It sounds simple, but obviously there's a lot of development that has to go into this. 
because I heard there's also a Chinese company that's gone some way to develop this, but they're saying that even in their wildest dreams, it probably wouldn't mean that anything comes to fruition before about 2050. So nothing's happening right this now. There's a company called Omega, Omega, and they say they'll be able to feed two gigawatts into the grid. A gigawatt is an enormous amount of energy and it will be really helpful. But yes, their prognostications are about mid-century, 2050, maybe a bit earlier. And you wouldn't want to get into the flight path of the microwave beaming down that huge amount of energy to Earth. No. No, this is what Emerald, the, the Kiwis, the Kiwi developers, they have developed a system of safeguarding the beam with low-power laser laser beams which will immediately trigger an alarm if something gets in the way. So it's safe. It's, it will keep birds on the surface of the earth out of the beam and presumably it will keep uh, human beings in spacecraft out of the beam as well. Well, well, well. Science and technology. We'll just have to watch this space, hey, John? Um, thank you so much for telling us about energy from space. We'll just have to wait and see what happens with these developments. Catch you next time. And for now, this is Ketchel Kirkham wishing us clear skies. Yes.